Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio. It is the third Thursday of the month, and you know that means we get to chat with Lee Brovadani. She is known as the Trust Architect. She's a speaker, a workshop facilitator, all focusing on trust, and she's recognized as a top thought leader on trust by the organization Trust Across America. She's also the author of two books, other books, and many articles. Uh, her two books are Trust Me, Restore Belief and Confidence in an Uncertain World. And every time I say that title, I get the giggles because I just feel it so real about now. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's true. And she's also the author of Trusted Secret Lessons from an Inspired Leader. You can keep up with her at thetrustarchitect.biz. Today, she's joining to talk about trust and creating a legacy and how those connect. Uh, it also connects because Lee is also a, not only the trust architect, but she's also a end of life doula. So she's, you know, trust is all part of that. So we're going to talk about that today. So welcome back, Lee. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, Lisa. How are you? I understand you're in the hot part of uh, the U.S. right now. We like being in the warm, sunny, you know, world of Texas today. We're in uh, Lubbock, Texas. Uh, we've had, it's it's been some wild weather, let me tell you. It's been everything from cold and rainy, well, not rainy, rainy, to suddenly having hailstorms and then sunny, 80 degrees, beautiful days, you know, spring, all the birds are out. So, you know, it's always good. It's fun. <laughs> How's life in Savannah? It, it's gorgeous. Like it's, it was hot and then it got kind of cold and so the weather's been jumping around but I went and uh, did my workout today and it was just beautiful it's bright mm. and sunny it's and exciting and property that we're on is so pretty and you know I, I love the Spanish moss dripping from the trees and lots of bird song it's it's gorgeous we're really happy here yeah Savannah's beautiful you have a such a historic city too yeah and then Tybee Island I love Tybee Island I want to go back yeah, there. we're like 20 minutes away from Tybee that's awesome it is beautiful yeah so um a- oh you know we're coming back through your yeah. way definitely you know we'll be traveling around we'll be back east soon um but you know I do get the giggles about trust me and, and trust in the in certain world and restoring because I feel like we're still needing, I mean, like, can we send your book to every politician? Like every, because I, yeah. I, I, I refuse to say political leaders anymore, not to be political, but I'm just saying, I'm at this point of everybody needs your book, yeah. like every municipality, so yeah. local, you know, county, state, national, they should have your book because I think we, as a I, I think populace so and around the world, right? This is not just here. Well, you know, what I'm doing right now is I'm going to be, I've had so many people who say, like, I don't have time to read it. Where's your audiobook? And so it is, oh. I'm, I've got all of the equipment and I'm going to start recording the audiobook. So maybe we can send the audiobook because if they say, well, I don't have time to read, we can say, well, listen yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah, while you're on your fancy airplane flying around, yeah. while or you tell us car, not to, driving, you know, to and yeah. fro. In yeah. the limo, you mean? Yes, yes. Sorry. I'm doing a good job, aren't I? But no, listen, but this does tie into legacy. Like when you think back, 
to like a lot of presidents, you know, we think about someone like Harry Truman, right? He left this amazing legacy. Some left amazing legacies and then we know, oh, they're not perfect. So this is what I thought was very interesting about talking about a legacy and trust. Is your legacy about, you know, that you were a trusted individual? And I think a lot of times we think that trust is perfection. And when it comes to a legacy, you no one's perfect. I mean, even Gandhi was not the most perfect person, you know, and yet we think of him as the most peaceful. He was young girls to see if he could um, withstand the attraction, which is kind of weird. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, he also raised his, you know, hand to his wife at one point and learned from it. And they moved forward, which I think is incredible. But you also have to think what life was like back then and yeah. how women were treated back then. So I think there's a lot of learning. But I think as we look at legacies and we look at these famous leaders in, in the past, we have to realize that trust is a huge part of it, but it doesn't mean perfection. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I don't, like when I think of my mother and my grandmother and a lot of the, the, the women who, I'm sure it never crossed their mind that what they did would leave a legacy but everyone oh, yeah. legacy it's just if you decide if you know if you can be proactive and decide what is the legacy that I want to let live mm -hmm. then you can actually start living the life that leaves the legacy you want to leave oh so, good one my my grandmother, I think, was 15 when she got married and 16 when she started having kids. I mean, she was a prairie woman who helped um, work on a homestead in northern Alberta, which was wow. really harsh in the winter. Yeah. And raising six kids from <sighs> a very young age. Plus, it wasn't just, you know, raising kids back then. She was a farm woman and they had an, a section of land and there was so much work that was involved. And the legacy she left was one of sacrifice and hard work. Plus she was known to be um, someone who took care of people who were in need and was a fabulous cook. So there was all those aspects of a legacy that she left passing on her ability to cook and you know take care of the family and everything. That was mm. part of it. But, you know, I don't, I don't think we think of those things as a legacy. Mm. And, and with what you do as an end of life doula, and maybe because I mean, trust really goes part of it, because especially yeah. you have to be trustworthy to be like, you know, hey, you know, Lee, I'm I know I'm towards the end here. And I don't know when people start calling you and saying, Lee, you know, I'm dying, I'm calling you, you know what I mean? But it, a lot of yeah. times there's like disease or health or you just really are at that end of time yeah but you trust plays a huge role with them trusting you that relationship is is really core but I think that when you are on your end of life journey that people do reflect on their legacy did I do can I can I actually rest in peace now you know what yeah. I mean yeah and, and and part of the work is of an end of life doula is giving them a peaceful passing so it's mm. kind of redirecting I don't think anyone leaves this earth without having a few regrets and so mm. helping them focus on the positive side of the legacy and if they have the opportunity 
to maybe correct some of the things that they want to correct if there's time and if that's mm. something they want to do. Sometimes it involves having a conversation with someone mm. or letting go the conversations oh. you can't have. I mean, that's part of it too, because it would be nice if it was like the movies where at the end of life, everything's tied up in a bow and all of the people that you had, you know, crappy relationships with, you go, I forgive you. And they say, I forgive you. And everybody hugs and, you know, this is not Hallmark. Yeah, it's it's not that way. (laughs) Yeah. But I think we all deep down want that, but it's just human beings are complex. And that's why I think perfection, like we all have this ideal, but we've got to also have reality and allow us to to be humans because we can't, we can't move forward without screwing up and making some mistakes along the way. Yeah. You know, and that's how you actually create feelings too. Yeah. And, and, and right now, like wherever you are in your life right now. So anyone who's listening, I've done workshops with leaders and I've said, what do you want your family? And, and we have this exercise where they have to write their eulogy. I know that's cool. And you write what people you hope people will say about you. And then the question is always asked, you know, and so some people usually say, you know, they want to be known as a good father and a loving spouse or good father, good mother, um, is someone who contributed to the world. And, And so it's all these positive things. And for a lot of the the business people I work with, some of them are working like 60, 70 hour weeks. It's crazy. And they say, well, I want to be known as a good father. And I say, so if we were to talk to your kids right now, what would they say is important to you? Because Mm. that's one of the things, what is important to you? And they'd say, being a good father. And I'd say, well, what would your kids say? Well, you know, I'm supporting them. I'm making sure that they have um, lots of money for holidays and everything. And I've said, go talk to your kids. Yeah. A lot of times what came back was, what the children felt was important to their parents was their job, not them. That's exactly, I think this is such a good reminder for individuals, for our personal lives, but also our business lives, because it's kind of like we need to look at also, um, it's almost like, what are your customers saying about you? What do yeah. you want your customers? It's almost like getting your reviews on Facebook or, or Yelp or whatever it is you know, Google reviews, right? Do you, do you want, what do you want them to say about whether you stayed um, in a hotel or restaurant or maybe used your services as a company, no matter what it is, right? I always go to food and, and lodging for some reason. <laughs> or if it's a winery, give them five stars. It's hard work. But what do you, what do you want them to say? So like doing the eulogy and, and that kind of legacy work is looking at not just your personal, but your your corporate legacy what do you want that do you want to have the corporate legacy of you know we worked everybody 70 to 80 hours uh never gave them the free ham at the end of the year as people call it yeah you know didn't give bonuses never really said thank you we just worked you and you know did you screw up your time clock oh you're in big trouble did you lead by fear did you lead you know through actual doing through example did you lead with kindness and empathy and consciousness Or were you an idiot? <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, and, and I'm, being, I'm being straight up. I mean, that's my legacy. It's like, uh oh, <laughs> a straight talker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is exactly, you know, if if you could write it, 
I, I feel that that's what you'd say you want people to think about too as well. And so you, that's part of the, the five tenet model. One is consistency. So what you say and what you do are aligned. Mm. You, you say, I want people to know that I was a straight talker and I, I didn't BS. And so you demonstrate that, you know, and sometimes I'm sure people might hear something from you that they don't want to hear. <laughs> and then they go, okay, sorry, sorry, oopsie. Or or there's a lot of what you do want to hear. It's it's about yeah. being honest, actually. Absolutely. And, and, and I think honesty is kindness if you do it in a kind way. Speak with good purpose, right? Um, yeah. Honesty and kindness go a lot. And that's what you talk about also in your article. And everyone leaves articles on blendradioandtv.com. You just type in legacy and Lee, L-E-A, and you'll get there. Um, you talk about caring as being one of the five tenets of trust, and this is part of it. So I don't think a positive legacy can be positive without caring. Yeah, I don't think so either. You know, at, um, I won't give away too much of the article because I want you to go to the mm -hmm. website and read it or to the magazine and read it. But I talk about my grandfather. And he was, you know, he was really quiet. He was a bit of an introvert. And when he laughed, um, you, you didn't hear this, you know, like my husband, I, I love my husband's big laugh. I can always find him from across the room. When my grandfather laughed, you didn't hear anything. His shoulders went up and down. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. And it was really <laughs> cute. So you felt his laugh more than you heard his laugh. And I kind of feel like that summed up part of who he was, too, because he didn't make a lot of noise, but you felt mm. his presence because it was mm. such a positive presence. He was the guy yeah. who created a skating rink in the winter and flooded the skating rink so all of the kids in the neighborhood would have a place to go. He was the guy who built, you know, oh. he, um, he had Clydesdale horses when I was really Ooh, little. They're beautiful. And they would pull a huge, um, a huge wagon, and he would load it with hay, and and all of the kids in the community would come to his place, and he would take them for a hay ride, and you know, like oh. all of those things. Maybe for some people that wasn't a big deal, but I can tell you that it made a huge difference to the community, just adding to the community. Mm. Yeah. I don't think you can leave a positive legacy without that caring or doing something of what is needed. You know, yeah. um, the one thing, you know, people always say is um, treat, you know, I, I treat people as I want to be treated. And I, I get that. But I always say, how about how treating people how they want to be treated? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's really about like what you're talking about, you know, your grandfather is looking at what the community needed, yeah. not, not forcing it's not, you know, fake. It's not, oh, this is how I want it. So everybody needs to be like me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's like, this is what they wanted and needed. And and that means that you have to listen to people, you know, you have mm -hmm. to find out. And, and when I'm trying to get to know somebody, I try and do as little talking as possible mm -hmm. and just, you know, ask questions. Like when someone says something, you can tell if someone's eyes light up, ask for more information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's how you get to know like what's important to the other person. And so, you know, I hope that part of my legacy is people say that I really cared about others and I listened well. Mm. So mm. that's, I, I think those are the simple things, but they're not simple to do. Yeah, no. <laughs>
it's true. It sounds so <laughs> yeah. simple. Leave a nice legacy, listen to people, do the right thing, but it is a work because that's really about your life, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and it really doesn't matter what you believe in spiritually or religiously, you know, it's, um, it really goes with living a positive life. And I think when you're doing more positive and caring, that yeah. it makes you feel better as an individual too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, mm -hmm. and, and uh, honestly, that deep listening sometimes mm -hmm. is natural if someone's, if, if you're talking to someone and, and you find it really interesting. Have you ever been caught in a conversation where your brain is screaming, oh, please just be quiet. <laughs> and in those moments, that's when I recognize that that's when my caring has to come out, that obviously mm -hmm. this person, it's really important for them to be listened to in that moment. And the five minutes that I can give them can mean a lot to them. Absolutely. So I, I silence that. Yeah. And uh, try and listen wholeheartedly. And it's not, yeah. easy. I don't know if no. it's easy for you, but it's sometimes not for me at all. Well, part of my, my life work is listening, you know, <laughs> listening yeah. and talking, but how to balance it out is okay. You got to balance it. You know what I mean? It's, it's an interesting jive to do, but it's to me really important because everyone has something to say. It may not be what everybody wants at that specific time, but if you listen, people get to the point Sometimes it's just articulating, but right. people have something to say. I always believe that it just, it's about articulation and we're not all perfect at it. And I don't care how much you practice sometimes. If it's coming from the heart, it's coming from the heart. If it's coming from pain, it's coming from pain, you know? And you have the added um, skill of if you're interviewing someone and they go completely off track and, and, and you're knowing that you might be losing <laughs> the audience because of that. You have to not only listen, but you have to redirect and bring them back on task. So, mm -hmm. you know, part of your legacy is being able to listen and direct, I would think. Or if we're going off track and it's a really good, meaty conversation off track, we're going. That's, yeah. the, <laughs> that's the other thing. I mean, it's like taking, you know, here's the road, you know, your map, you know, just really like what you're saying. Here's the map. We're going to, here's a destination. Oh, wait, but this could be a different road. Oh, maybe do we turn back? Do we, you know, we're running out of time. Do we get back on the highway? Or, dude, this road is beautiful. There's flowers, there's birds, you know, there, let's look at this lake over here. We didn't know that was there. You're going to take that, right? So yeah. I think that's the other thing. a lot more interesting than the highway. Yeah, yeah. Everybody get off the interstate. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. What I'm experiencing right now, too, is, um, for the first time we're living in a condo. And so mm. there's um, HOA, which I never really- Oh, it's a whole community living. Uh, never really paid attention to before because I didn't have to. And it's interesting because there's 352 units in the complex that we live in. And there are a lot, not everybody gets involved, but but there are some really strong voices that are meaner than like, oh my gosh. And I'm my always, neighbor. Yeah. Like I always want to um ask them, like, is, is this how you want to be known? Like how you I I I really believe that people can have a misconception on how they're how they're perceived. 
and they might mm-hmm. feel like they're being this, you know, um, who was it that said um, good mischief? And I, I sometimes wonder if they think they're doing that when, when from what I've observed mm-hmm. and the feedback from others tells me is, man, these people are mean and nasty. Yeah, is that true. the legacy they want to leave? And so mm. I think it's important to step back every once in a while and talk to people who you trust that can give you, like you said, do it with caring and kindness, but say, mm-hmm. how do mm-hmm. I come across? Yeah. How, how, how does that affect you? If I say this, did, 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 cause to me, I don't mean this, but I could be doing this, you know, the wrong way, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. I think it's, um, that's where you need honest relationships. Yeah. You know, surround yourself with the right people in life. And it doesn't mean that they're your, you know, most bestest of friends. Sometimes your best friends don't see you in the work situation or, yeah. you know what I mean? They don't see you in different spheres of your life but you may have a very good work buddy that understands how you work and can give you better feedback so it's about going to the right person but there's you've written a book um just because you have a friend that uh, mastered in english doesn't mean that they're a good editor right (laughs) so it's you know what i mean so you've got to be discerning about it and i think that is both ways like to me if somebody asked me an opinion and I really can't give an like we can't like I can't I'm not qualified I can go this is my personal opinion from like a land of ignorance and naivety but I would say go here to someone who could give you a better opinion or better feedback in whatever you're doing in communication you know it's like when someone comes up to you and and asks you like you can tell that they absolutely love what they're wearing and it might be exactly the opposite of what your taste is and they come up and they say do you like my new outfit see I would never say that I would never ask somebody that (laughs) that's just me that's just me but because yeah (laughs) if someone asks and you absolutely hate it like I've you know over the years before I used to say well it's not my taste which I could see really bothered them now I look at them and say, wow, I can see that it just makes you feel wonderful to wear it. I can, it just, it just brings out. It's honest. Yeah. It makes people happy at the same time. That's being the speak honestly and kindly, you know, yeah. that that's, that's the communication from the tenets of trust, five tenets of trust. Yeah. But you know, one thing I wanted to touch on with the legacy is so, you know, we do so many national parks and parks county parks city parks and you'll find um trees where people have been you know their ashes have been scattered or a legacy a legacy is left in plaques on benches fountains street names right you see all of this in communities where this park is this person's name and there was always a side of me that thought well that's a little egotistical who the hell is that (laughs) but what did you do you know and were you really the the person is it just because you had a lot of money that you got your name on a plaque you know so there's that side and some of that is 100 true majority you start to look because now we do those that's part of our stories and storytelling is well who the who's who's this dude right you know so for example there was a park which was like a smaller park part of the gulf shores gulf 
National Seashore, Gulf Island Nest. I'm not saying the right name here, but it's out in Florida by Destin and it's beautiful, beautiful sunset. There's a pier, huge um, like gazebo, area, very similar to Tybee Island, right? And oh, I mean, beautiful. just it's just beautiful with that huge, you know, sheltered area, bathrooms, benches, overlooking the coast, absolutely bored, gorgeous, this little park area. And Nancy and I went there to film the uh, sunset and was John C. Beasley Park, I think his, na his name is. And so I'm like, well, who, who's John? Like, I always want to know who's John? Who, who, who? Turns out he was a very prominent African-American from a family that he served his community. He stood up for African-American rights. He did, his legacy was like in one paragraph, I'm like, dude, that's amazing. And then you have, everybody boils it down. But he has this park named after him, rightly so, and apparently made it that there were parks for African-Americans because they were segregated at a time, right? And so that was a whole other thing. So you start realizing when you go around, there's going to be a plaque on a bench. We've been to a park and when we lived in Tucson, Sweetwater Preserve, we used to go, and it just, it's not, it's Christopher Columbus Park and everybody trashes the name, obviously. I mean, you're living in a community that's mostly Native American too. So nobody likes the Christopher Columbus name of the park and everybody keeps spray painting, turn, change it, change it, which I wish they would. But this is a beautiful water preserve area with ducks and herons and just, it's beautiful, a dog park and um, just a lot of people go fishing. And we were there and these two, you know, elder men were sitting at this bench and reminiscing and they knew each other. Everybody knew each other from fishing there in the mornings, real early. And we were standing there because there was some bird, I don't know, I was photographing something. And they start telling us that this bench was their friend's bench. That was his fishing spot. And so the plat now I'm gonna get teary-eyed, right? And that they all had coffee in the mornings, they'd all wave, get together afterwards, eat lunch. I mean, this was the and they were upset because the I think we had a monsoon flood or something and the water had come up to the bench and that's where the conversation went. But this bench was, so there's so much more than a name on a bench. Yeah. That person, so they would basically say hello to their friend every morning they went fishing. So like okay. that to me is a legacy. That's when you have legacy, that yeah. kind of, just a, a polite wave of camaraderie can be something huge to others. You know, yeah. so yeah, the park thing. Actually, now I feel like I'm going to have to do a whole new like map of legacy map or something. Yeah, I think that would that be great just to go around. You know, and, and uh, legacy is can be so complicated mm -hmm. because we were just talking about Gandhi, and mm -hmm. from what I was taught, he was this emissary of peace mm -hmm. who walked barefoot and believed in nonviolence. And so that is what I believe his legacy is. But, you know, um, I lived in India for a year and talked to people and they said, you know, Gandhi was and, and they gave me the, the side of Gandhi that you and I briefly touched upon, which was his, his dark side. And mm -hmm. so when you think about it, there's the song, everybody has a dark side, you know, mm -hmm do you love me? Am I perfect? And it's, it, none of us are perfect. Mm. 
So when we're leaving a legacy, you hope that with this balance, there's more good that people remember than whatever mistakes you made. And if you made mistakes, if you, if you try and absolve them, if you try and find forgiveness for them, are they absolved? Like legacies yeah. are really complicated. I think that's why when I was talking to you, Lisa, I said, I had real trouble writing this the, the article this year or this year, this for this particular edition, because um, I kept taking that off ramp, but I didn't want it to be like, I think legacy is something that the positive of the person. It's kind of the, 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 whatever you do the majority of, you know yeah, what I mean? I've had to write an obituary really before. Legacy. So things come to yeah. mind when I think of people, um, you know, we talked about, my book should go to every politician. How many politicians do you think are leaving this really wonderful, positive legacy? <laughs> Don't start me. Actually, your book should start going in jail cells, maybe too, <laughs> where some of them should be, but I'm not going to go there. But, you know, but but that's, it. it is about where you, where you put most of your energy. Like, you yeah, know, there's no way, too. you know, there's, yeah, like I'm a straight talker and sometimes things come out of my mouth that probably shouldn't, there should have been a bit of a filter there. And all I can do is go, yeah, that sucked. Apologize or go, well, if I really believed in that, you're going to just have to let people say what they want and get a thick skin and yeah. maybe find a better way to do it next time. Or what? who knows? I mean, you know, there's, there's things we've had to really stand up and and I think that's part of a legacy too. Yeah. Is you can't you don't always just because it's the majority. Like I, you know, right now we're in this culture where you can't say anything anymore. You know, no comedian's allowed to make a joke about anything anymore. We're I don't know, we're becoming so overly politically correct to the point of <laughs> boring. Um well, honestly, we are getting to a point. We're getting to a stage of not allowing people to have a bit of a personality. I'm not saying be cruel or mean, or I'm not. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. There is thought, but we're getting overly crazy. That's my opinion in some of the stuff that's happening, and so it's getting to a point where I think uh, communication actually gets hurt by what, like, basically whitewashing everything. Yeah, it, it's it's and so I think that hurts. Um, and I, I think of what like Ruth Bader Ginsburg oh, has, has yeah, said that she awesome. didn't she, she believed that the um, symbol for the United States should not be the eagle, but it should be the pendulum because things seem to swing one way and then they swing back to the other way. Mm -hmm. And I think for a while, um, anything, you know, like there was that time when people could say outrageous things and they weren't called on it. And it went yeah. too far that way. And now it's too far this other way. But, you know, honestly, um, I don't even know if it's a pendulum right now because it looks like there's, <laughs> there's <laughs> well, it looks like there's, there's, there's two balls and they're both stuck on either side, yeah. one to the left and one to the right. And people are so, so opposed to each other. And when you have a conversation with people that you think are so different from you, if you look at what you have in common, you'll find out that honestly, sometimes those differences don't amount to a hill of beans. They're they're 
made to look like they have a lot more importance mm. media than they actually I think should be given yeah I just think people should have conversations and be yeah. able to be who they are because like you're saying you you can find out who somebody is but if they're constantly having to check if this is you know legal word now I feel like we're being put a band-aid over our mouths that's what it kind of feels like that it's like yeah. just shut and if you do that you're not gonna when when things are suppressed then it becomes out worse you know what I mean it it things shouldn't be hidden because then you don't know what's going on and i'm i'm not saying i there's bad stuff in this country but i want to see it i want to know so things can be rectified and yeah. fixed you know the, so going back to what i was i was trying to say it was like out of communication and sometimes you're going to have to do the you don't have to be in the majority just because the majority says this doesn't mean that you need to do it. Um, part of your legacy can be, look, I'm going to stand up on something that I really truly believe in. You yeah. don't have to be mean or cruel to do it. Period. You, you don't. You I, have to be brave I, I and think, take it. I think you have to be brave. I don't think you yeah. have to be mean or cruel. But there's mm -hmm. times when standing up in front of people and they're all telling you, this is how you're supposed to think and this is what you're supposed to believe. And standing up and saying, I understand what you're saying. And I don't agree. And here's why. It takes a <laughs> yeah. lot of bravery. Now, have you tried to do that to Nancy as the daughter? <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I'm kidding. No, you know, and, and Nancy will be back, everyone, real soon. Um, but the reality is, yeah, you you've got to have bravery, but that that's about being honest to yourself. Yeah. And I don't think you can be honest to others if you're not honest to yourself first. Yeah. That's just where I, I kind of feel like that it goes down to emotional intelligence, something that yeah. you're all about, you know, emotional intelligence and writing a legacy, you know, writing your eulogy. I I did an obituary for um, someone a few years back. And and even once, you know, you know, we've lost a lot of people recently yeah. and even posting stuff and honoring them. Some are in the magazine. It's, it's just really it's hard to do, but writing an obituary for this one person. And there was this huge side of this person that I did not agree with. And we, we could argue about, you know, and, but then I had to, once I put all of his life in one, you know, I had to write down this timeline of someone's life and who they were and what they've done. It was exactly what we're talking about. Okay. I didn't agree with this part. But maybe he was just getting old and crabby at that point in his life, because you've got to also remember when people have health issues, they are not at their A game, not yeah. with their mouth, not with their actions. Sometimes it, it could be on medication that messes with them. So I think that's something that um, I know in my age group and people a little older are dealing with a lot of that with their family that is very difficult and take a deep breath and keep taking another deep breath. And then afterwards you can have a glass of wine, but, but you've got to understand when people are not well, or they're at that certain point in life, they may not be the most polite and their filters may have fallen, you know, just yeah. saying it can happen. But when I looked at this person's life and my headset's falling off, sorry. And when I looked at his life and some of the strides he had made in his industry that connected the globe the world 
in hospitality. It's what he was in. I couldn't believe it. And it was really a huge legacy of what he had done. And if you think about all the people that from his work that were touched by it, it changed lives for the better. So I had to take that crabby little part and go, dude, he was crabby. <laughs> so what? He got tired. I didn't even include that. You know, I think of one of the women who was so oh, good point. To me growing up and um, I wasn't able to attend her funeral service, but her son stood up. And the first thing he said was, if you know, if you knew my mother well, there was probably a time when she really pissed you off. <laughs> and and that's how he started his his eulogy for his mom. And he's and then it was, but she was also she was also someone that cared deeply about um, people. But Marilyn didn't seem to have like when she thought something, it came out of her mouth. And a lot of times there should have been a space. <laughs> I probably but, would have really liked her. <laughs> yeah, well, I really loved her. But yeah, I mean, sometimes um, even that side of a person that needs to be included too. You know, like mm -hmm. and so even writing, um, I knew him to be a crabby old man, but before he was that crabby old man, this is what he did. Yeah, and yeah. I saw those points shining through. Like I think a legacy really doesn't need to be. Um, cleaned up so much that we can't see the full person and it allows when I see a person in their fullness good and bad it makes me feel like I have more permission to be me that's what I'm trying to that's exactly it the the fullness of it because that's the first thing is legacy you think oh perfection blah 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 and everything gets flowery and everybody just this hidden side of what we do is just keep turning the blind eye we had a few eras of that in our world and things were going on underground that yeah. came out and are coming out today. I mean, let's do racism is one of them, right? Oh, gosh, oh let's yeah. just keep it, keep it quiet. This is happening in this community, but we'll just keep it quiet. Right. But you know, it it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that I, I would rather things be full frontal with your clothes on <laughs> you know, full frontal so that you can please please so, yes on. we can keep it pg right full frontal pg well sometimes anyway yeah but then we can understand that's my point is to to um not be not everything be censored like we've done and i feel like our country is in the censoring they're censoring everything to a point and and i get it i get it in certain ways but i think if we just hide everything we're going to make the same mistakes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a legacy you know, should have all like you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, you know, Nancy's legacy. I love bacon. I don't care if I'm not supposed to have it. <laughs> you know, I'm just having fun with her because she's not here right now. But she yeah. is putting a magazine out. By the time this airs, the magazine will be out and Nancy will be back. So that's good. Oh, good. Good. So yeah, we yeah, can yeah. say things about Nancy right now because this will be aired later. And by the time she found out, she, she can't, yeah. We could be full frontal. Out. Nancy's full frontal. Yeah. yeah. But you know? that's one of the things that you and I, like, I am not her daughter, but I like her as, as a friend and someone that I know that if I ask her something, I'm going to get what Nancy believes. Oh, yeah, exactly. 
and I prefer that with people. Yeah, me too. I prefer people who are honest. Doesn't mean you're always going to hear what you want, but too bad. It, you know, it's, I would rather have honesty over everything, you know? And I think that's a huge part of your article about legacy is honesty. You know? Yeah. I think that's a huge, huge, huge deal. Well, I like this. Now I'm going to have to relook at all these stories from people and their legacy. Yeah. And I think it'd be cool when you're doing the the parks, if you find out like who, who left a legacy in the park? Like wh- why is the park? Because oh, there's I so many. There's so many. There's that so many stories. are because of someone's legacy. Oh yeah. I mean, even like Mount Rainier, there's a lady... Um, she it's was the beer. very first woman. Uh, she was the very first woman to climb the mountain. Wow! And people went against her because she left bobby pins to let her know how she was getting up there in the snow, like this. And she started the first women's mountaineering club. There are certain areas named after her inside park. So, like Yellowstone and the Tetons. There's a um, John R- Rockefeller Parkway which I haven't done. So it's hard for me to always talk about something I haven't done, but it's his legacy. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I started Googling the story and I'm like, dude, he actually, he did a lot more than I thought. You know, it's like, there's people like DuPont where people are like, oh, well he did this and Carnegie and all of that, oh, this negative. But as we travel, we see their legacy everywhere and how a lot of people towards their end of their life fix things. And start taking their money and going, you know, I really don't need all this. Yeah. I need to invest it here. There's a park. Actually, it was a park that we just posted the other day, Asbury Woods. And the woods is in Erie, Pennsylvania. And the trees were planted by the people who created the paper factories, tearing them down, realizing, oh, my God, I've made all this money from tearing things down. I need to put it back now. And they did. And to this day, kids learn about ecology and conservation. and get outdoors and they they just put a ramp in for people in wheelchairs being able to be out in the forest so yeah (laughs) yeah and and part of what I I I heard a quote that legacy is the old man who plants a tree knowing that he'll never see it yeah I think Lincoln said something I think he was one of Lincoln used that at some point maybe maybe I thought I don't know I know it was someone wiser than me so Oh, that, you know, but, but it's really true. Yeah. It was Martin Luther. Oh, okay. It was a Martin Luther. And I think, you know, he used it after, I don't know. I could look it up, but I don't know, but it's a good quote. It's a good yeah. quote. I, I like it. I like it. Well, I love this story. And I can imagine now with you doing this, I think it's such a cool thing that you're doing trust and being an end of life soul. You know, I call you the soul doula now. <laughs> so, you know, that you're, able to be there to get people to think about this and also help them. So is that part of your work on that other side of the, of the coin of helping people as their end of life is looking at their legacy? Yeah, absolutely. And, and letting people know that um, a lot of times the legacy that they're leaving is so much greater than what they thought it was. Oh, and helping the family members know that if you want to help a person have a good death, then talk about the things in their life that you enjoyed with them. And it can be something as simple. One of the fellows who um, was painting our, our condo when we first moved in, 
he said, I, I won't be here tomorrow. My grandmother's very ill and we don't expect her to live the week and I'm going to spend it with her. And oh, so yes. I said, it, you know, and so I, I, I talked to him for a while and I talked about um, who his grandmother and was and what she meant to him and everything. And then I told him what I did as an end of life doula. And I said, can I make a suggestion? And mm -hmm. he said, yes. And I said, tomorrow when you go, talk about the times that you remember that were really special to you. And they don't need to be this. I remember when you took me to Disneyland. No, it can be, I remember that time that you and I were talking on the sofa and we both saw something that made us laugh so hard mm -hmm. that we almost, you know, like it, it's those kinds of moments that yeah. help a person in their end of life. And that's part of their legacy is yeah. that they know that something they did was so important that it's remembered. Mm. That That's, you know, interesting. You say that a, a dear, dear, dear friend. Um, her sister passed away um, in October and, or actually just before that. And, and we never thought, I mean, you just don't, you know, obviously everybody dies, but you know, anyway, so she had terminal brain cancer. It was just like, boom, all of a sudden here it is. And uh, you wouldn't think of it because she was smart as a whip. You wouldn't think her brain just went, that's it. I'm done. And, um, and she's elder though, but, but still like you, you'd never messed with her and man, she had good taste in music too. So you know, all this was happening and I'd send her things and, you know, to make her laugh because I could always, you know, my humor and, and she understood my humor and liked it. And I could say what I wanted, not PG rated. And anyway, so, but anyway, so the two of them sat and they were very, very close. And she said that the two of them, they knew they both, she, you know, she kind of woke up the morning and went, it's coming. It, you know, it's a, I'm about to go, basically. They just knew. And they sat holding hands, just going through memories together of growing up. Everything that meant, you know, they were crying, she said, but they were both laughing and crying through this whole process. So when she left, they both felt it was okay. They both felt this. I mean, we're still teary, obviously, but, you know, because she's just, she was, she's a huge part of our lives, you know, but we yeah. all, you know, but to have that moment to do that, to laugh and cry and talk about the good, the bad, you know, how did they get through really tough times? How, you know, how they managed to, I mean, they did so many things together and for them to have that moment to just sit, hold hands, giggle and cry. I think you can't get better than that yeah. as, a, as a passing, you know, with someone real close. So yeah, that's a, that's special. That's real special. So yeah. I think you're, you're right about that talking and letting people know those little moments. It is those little moments. Yeah. It's all the little yeah. moments that make up the, the big remembrance. You know, it's a lot of times it's not those big, huge events, but it's, you're right. The, the small moments that touch your heart, that really reach into your soul you know I, I my website for my um, doula work is soul journey doula and it's because I really believe that it's those are the the, the journey that we take that touch our souls that make mm -hmm. all the difference that's the legacy yeah. that we want is the soul journeys that we've gone on with people yeah 
Exactly. Well, everyone, you've got the website now. So souljourneydoula.com is the website. And then the trustarchitect.biz. Uh, Lee is here every third Thursday, as you know. And again, her article, just type in legacy and Lee. She's the only person who's talked about legacies like this on our show. So, uh, of course, keep up with us at bigblendradio.com before my headset falls off. I don't know. It's sliding off, but whatever. Maybe I need to beam up. I don't know. It's <laughs> Thanks so much, Lee. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, Lisa. <laughs> It is, it is falling off. 